What's good, everybody? This is your host of Glassjaw MMA, Kaiser. We are going to be going over UFC Vegas Fight Night 25, Reyes versus Prochezka. So, uh, I'm going to go through the whole card like we do every week. Um, we're also going to go over uh, the absolute um, beating we took last week in UFC 261. And then we'll finish it today with the, uh, once again, the um, parlay meal ticket that I want to keep going with. I um, found it a little harder this time to pick one, but without further ado, um, we'll just get into last week's card and figure out where we hit all of these great losses at. So last week, 15 fights uh, went 7-8 and eight overall. I am not happy about that. Originally going into this week, I had a record of 17 and 6. Uh, we are now 24 and 14. Uh, that is not good. So we're going to try to rebound this week um, with the uh, Vegas 25. But first pick we had Liang Na or Liang Na versus Ariana Carlosi. Carlosi got the KO there. Didn't see that one coming. Um, I actually took a bath on just about every single um, Asian descent fighter. I picked this last weekend being Liang. Uh, Kuai Lang, Rongju, uh, Dana Baccarell did pull it out, and then obviously Wai Lai Zong, not good. But anyway, uh, Ariana Kuai Lang uh, lost in unanimous decision to Molina. Once again, wrong there because we picked Kuai Lang. Uh, Vargas versus Rongju. I put Rongju on just about everything to win. Um, he was even my MVP for a fantasy pick that weekend. Unanimous decision of Vargas, uh, pretty upsetting there. Uh, did pick Baccarel over Natividad. Uh, didn't see a KO coming, but Baccarel uh, took it to Natividad in that fight. Going into the prelims, uh, we did pick Sabatini over Connolly um, in general, but it was kind of one of those I was going to take dog or pass. Still had Connolly to lose to Sabatini in that fight. The only saving grace of the night was uh, Robertson versus Brendan Allen. Um, I picked sub for Allen, and Allen got that sub. So definitely saved some money, but not enough money that night. Uh, Dwight Grant versus Steven Sekulik. Split decision on Grant. We had picked Grant to win that fight, so all good there. Alex Oliveira versus Randy Brown. Um, I picked Oliveira in that fight, and... Randy Brown looked good during that submission. I'll give it to him. And then the main card, where every single fight ended in a, in, uh, a finish of some kind, which, once again, did not see that happening. Anthony Smith, Jimmy Crute picked Smith at one unit. Um, or, sorry, picked Crute at one unit. Uh, I had gone back and forth on that one. Turns out Smith gets the KO. Also didn't go the distance like I thought it would. Uriah Hall versus Chris Weideman. All right. What do you do about that? You know, Weidemann's leg absolutely going brittle bones. Whatever. Technically a TKO for Hall. Okay. Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. We picked Shevchenko to go the distance. Shevchenko KO'd, so money line good there. And then Wailai Zong and Rosnama Yunez. Went with Zong because you should have gone Usman Zong and Shevchenko. Apparently not. Because she absolutely decimated by Rose. Uh, Thug Rose coming out. It did less, less than two and a half 
rounds. I did pick it to not go the distance, so that's okay. And then Kamaru Usman and George Masvidal. I thought this fight was going to go to the distance. Um, watching their last one, I did not think that Usman was going to catch him. I did think Usman, no matter what, was going to win that fight. But Masvidal got absolutely decimated there by Usman. Usman with the win. Still saved us some money that night. So, like I said, 7-8 and eight on that card. Not happy about it. We got some ground to make up this week. So, without further ado, we are going to get into UFC Vegas 25, starting at the very bottom, working our way to the top for the Riaz Prochesca fight. As always, we're going to go through it, um, give the odds, give the models percentage projections, talk a little bit about it, and then go with an actual pick. So, uh... Felipe Colores at 2.30 versus Luke Sanders at 1.60. The model's going to have Luke Sanders with a 58.13% chance of winning this fight. Um, this fight is going to be a, a weird one. Um, the model's picking Sanders. A lot of people are picking Colores for this fight. Because they think that Sanders isn't a good bet just because watching his past fights... But I gotta put it. I gotta back him here. I gotta back him here. I gotta back the model. Starting with number one, um, Cool Hand Luke. Come on, Cool Hand Luke Sanders. That is a great name. Go with that all day. Vegas also seems to think on that end of it too. I mean, thanks to his last fights, a couple losses. Yeah, he's does not looking the best. But at one point six zero, I would throw. Um, I'm gonna throw the one unit on Saunders here. I think Colores can um, work a ground game. If he can take Sanders to the ground, yeah, he'll run the fight. But if Sanders can stay on his feet, I think his striking is better than Colores' is here. Um, I could see it being a little bit of a back and forth, a little bit of standing. Sanders takes his points, goes to the ground, maybe. Uh, Colores gets his takedown, works the ground game. Um, I think we're going to see three rounds out of this. So I'm going to say Sanders... By decision, I really think Cool Hands got it here. Moving on up uh, to KB Bowler and Andres Macalides. I hope I said it right. I never say it right. Uh, Bowler at 3.00 Vegas odds. Andres uh, with a 1.38. I'm just going to go with Andres because it's easier. Um, the model giving a 56.02% chance to Macalides to win this fight and... Looking at their UFC uh, record so far, they're both 0-1 by KO loss. But again, I'm going to go with what the model's thinking here. Uh, one unit on Makalita is at 1.38. I know at 1.38 it's not like the biggest grab in the world, but Makalita's looks good. And if you actually look at his one KO loss in the UFC, I don't like it. He was winning that first round in his last fight. He was running all over Modestus Bacascus in that fight. And he went for those extra points at the end of the round, tried to shoot, kind of got caught, sprawled up against the fence. And 100%, I believe those are illegal elbows to the back of the head. Uh, they say with the marks, nah. Ref called it fair. There's no way those elbows were illegal. It was straight to the back of the head. The beginning ones were about to the side. That's fine. But near the end of it, it was just straight. 
right elbow drops to the back of the head. Okay, he's saying his head hurts, right? He's trying to like feel himself out there. They open the door, and he goes to sit backwards, and he kind of falls into the cage door a little bit. The ref calls it off after uh, the round's done. That's absolute horse shit. Okay. Mikalides would have won that fight. He would have recovered in that time off, or in the time between rounds. He would have been fine. He would have gone out there and completely run Bacoscus back over. What I will say is, Buller's not a bad fighter either. Um, I think this is going to be a close fight. They're both kind of about the same caliber. I just would never write Mikalides out, especially against Buller at this. And even if Vegas is taking odds this deep, I think it's a good idea to take Mikalides. Go with the model, go with Vegas, because um, they're about even-ish uh, by tape by watching the tape standards. Um, however, I don't see the finishing power in either of them. I think this fight's going to go the distance, but I do believe it's going to be uh, after watching Makalita's event against uh, Bukakis. Um, I think you look like the better fighter there. So one unit down, Makalita's at 1.38. Moving on up, we are going to Sam Hughes versus Loma Lukbunmi. So one thing um, has nothing to do with the fight itself. What it has to do with is myself attempting to look at any of her prior stats. Okay, UFC has her own under Loma Lukbunmi, which is her f professional fighting name. Her real name is Sufisara Konlak, okay? I just need everyone to get on the same page when I'm trying to look at stuff, right? Go to Tapology or Fight Matrix or the UFC stat page. Everyone's different. So I go to look up Loma, can't find it. Go look up Sufisara on a different one, I can't find it. I just wish everyone would be uniform and I could have an easier time with this. Small rant done, moving on. Um, regardless of her name and the problems with it, uh, Lugbunmi at 1.38, Sam Hughes at 3.50. This is big favorites. One of the biggest favorites on the card uh, is going to be for Lugbunmi. The model is going to give a 64.93% chance to Lugbunmi to win this fight. Um, I think it's going to be pretty accurate there. Uh, plus two units myself on Lugbunmi at 1.31. Obviously not the biggest margin of uh, gains here, but you look at their fights, right? Hughes has one UFC fight. It's against uh, Ticia Torres and ended by doctor, like, in eye injury stoppage after the five minutes of the first round. Hughes looked terrible. She got worked over by Torres the entire time. Ticia's a good fighter, but Hughes went out there, was wild swinging, and just couldn't get anything landed. Torres took it to her, and she did not look good. You go look at Lukbunmi, who has uh, three fights in the UFC, two wins, one loss, all of them decisions. She got worked in that fight against Angela Hill that she lost. But then you look at her other ones against Fran Albu, and she got her strikes in, despite them both having longer ground time, right? So both the other fighters, all three of them, uh, Hill, Fran Albu, who she's fought, have had the longer ground time. I've tried to take her to the ground, um, try to work it that way, but Lukbunmi can get her strikes in. She's not afraid to work on the ground, but um, she is a striker. She looked good in all the matches, even against Angela Hill. So I gotta take her here against a uh, wild swinging. Um, was it Sam Page? Yeah, Sam Sam Page Hughes. 
but it's going to go to decision here as well. Um, Look, Boomy hasn't shown me that she has the power to, to finish a fight, so just take it by decision, but I do think it's going to be a unanimous decision. I don't see Sam Hughes taking around. Maybe, maybe a round one with how wild she is, but she's going to gas herself, and then you're going to get two more rounds given to Look, Boomy in the end. Moving on up to TJ Brown and Kai Kamaka. Uh, this is, I think, going to be a pretty even fight. I don't know... I think it's going to be fun, too. I mean, you got 145-pounders here. TJ Brown at 2.40. Kai Kamaka, the third, at 1.57. Um, the model's going to put a 53.02% chance on Kamaka to win this. So the model's telling you it wants dog money, right? Uh, it's going to say it's close enough that if you want to bet it, bet the dog money on Brown. And I would say about the same. It's going to be a close fight. Um Prior to Kamaka's last fight, which he lost, he had won six fights by decision. So he has shown that he has the conditioning to take a fight all the way to the end. He's got the ability to work. He's a strong fighter. But that's what he is. He's, he's a strong fighter who's going to take the fight the distance. He's got some wins. He's been in the UFC for a little bit. You've got a TJ Brown here who is on a slide. The man needs to get a win here, or he's potentially looking at a drop UFC contract. I've seen people lose contracts after winning two fights and then losing two fights. All right, he's got is on a two-loss streak on an early career. He needs to get a, a win here to keep that contract. I think he's probably aware of it, so he's going to go out there and try to take it to Kamaka, which should be a close fight anyway. So I think he's going to come out strong. I think he's going to be looking for a finish. What I will say, I, I'm going to put a plus one uh, unit down on Brown as the dog. Uh, but if you want to fade it or not, um, I think Kamaka could win it by decision because he, does, once again, has shown he doesn't have any finishing power. Or looking at Brown's past record, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing a Brown by finish, potentially a sub. He's more apt towards kind of wearing an opponent down with strikes and then finishing it with a submission. So I would not uh, completely bet on submission by Brown um, unless you're feeling a little wild. Otherwise, just one unit total on Brown doesn't seem like a bad idea. Uh, moving on up, it'll be... What's going to be, I think, a really good fight between Gabriel Benitez and Jonathan Pierce. Um, some mixed reviews on this one on winner for it. Uh, some people really liking Jonathan Pierce, who just came off of a win. Some people liking uh, against Kai Kamaka. Uh, or Gabriel Benitez, who is a strong fighter in his own. Um, Benitez, 1.45 favorite. Jonathan Pierce, 2.75 the model is going to have a 69% chance for Benitez to win. Um, Benitez 6 and 4 in the UFC, four total decisions on his record for there. Pierce, who's 2 and 1 in the UFC, has two knockout wins and one knockout loss. So looking at that, they both have strong finishing power. Um, both have seen losses in the UFC, both have gotten their finishes in the UFC, but what I see uh, Benitez doing, being a fighter who has gone the distance more often uh, against a Pierce who might not have seen as many later rounds, Benitez wearing down Pierce, especially with those uh, leg kicks, chopping leg kicks, 
And I could see Pierce, once that wear down happens, getting a second or third round finish, either by sub or submission, but I see him getting a finish. Sorry, get it, if I didn't say that right, Benitez getting a finish on Pierce. Pierce is just going to try to hang on at that point at that during the fight. Once he gets just to the point where he's getting worn down by Benitez, um, he's going to try to hang on for your dear life, start to gas out, and you're going to get a KO from Benitez. So plus two units on Benitez of 1.45. Moving on up, uh, it's going to be a 115-pound bout between Randa Marcos and Luana Pinheiro. Um... I don't like Ronda Marcos. I don't not like Luana Pinero here. Uh, Marcos 2.50, Luana Pinero 1.53, being the favorite. 65.58% chance for Pinero to win this fight based on the model. And I like it. All right. You look at Marcos's total professional record 10, 11, and 1 closer to even you look at her actual ufc career it is a six nine and one career nothing nothing spectacular no like she's just she's out in the ufc she has 13 decisions 13 decisions in 16 fights with nine losses i don't think she looks good uh plus three units on Botello here at 1.41 the one thing, um, sorry, <laughs> backtrack it, plus two units on Panera, 1.53, getting ahead of ourselves on the card. Looking outside of Panero on the UFC, she has one KO with her UFC debut, but she is on a uh, six-fight finish streak right now, including her UFC debut. Two KOs and then four subs prior to that, with Marcos being all over the place, um, Still hanging on to a U.S. UFC career somehow. I don't know. Marcos's veteran status means absolutely nothing in this fight. Okay? Because her veteran status has her fighting a bunch of people and losing to a bunch of people. One thing um, some people don't like is that the UFC debut for Paneros was technically a um, Dana White Contender Series fight. Uh, some people don't think that's the best uh, aptitude shower just due to the fact that they're fighting someone else who's also trying to gain a contract. So even if you want to leave it outside of USC de debut or not being one, just a contender match for her. Pinero destroyed Frosto in that. And during that fight has shown that she can take it literally anywhere. And in her career, she can take it anywhere. She can run the ground game. She can keep it on its feet. She can get the submissions. I just don't see Ronda Marcos hanging around in this fight. Panero by def by finish, I just don't know how she's going to finish it. Um, Patello is not strong in really any particular area. I could see uh, Panero knocking Marcos down, and if she can't get a finish uh, by fist right away, you're going to end up submitting her on the ground. She might get the TKO. I don't She's a, She's got no preference either way, but it, just saying it's not going to go the distance or Panero by finish is a pretty good call. So that's going to leave us at the end of the preliminary card. We are going to move up to the main card for UFC Vegas 25, uh, starting with another female bout at 125 for Pollyanna Botello and Luana Carolina. So another Luana. Um, 
1.41 for Botello, 2.90 for Carolina, making Botello the uh, heavy favorite in this fight. Uh, she's got a 79.74% chance to win based on the model. Looking at their past fights, uh, they have a combined eight fights in the UFC, and five of those have gone to decision. Just kind of keep that in mind. I'm going to take Patello here because I don't think Carolina looks good. Um, so yeah, plus three units on Patello at 1.41. Uh, what's even worse for Carolina is the fact that she's been out for almost a year at this point. Uh, her last fight was July 2020, where she got taken in an absolutely nasty knee bar. If you want to go back and look at that fight, she is against Ariana Lip Lipsky in that fight. And it was... Uh, you know, they had scheduled it earlier in the year and it got canceled. Uh, they go in there like one minute and probably one minute, a little less than one minute into it. Uh, Ariane Lipsky catches her down on the ground, starts trying to crank on some heel hooks and various other things. And soon Luana is just absolutely got her leg in the air and her knee is bent the wrong way. There is multiple submission attempts by Ariane in that fight. Uh, in that short period of time and Carolina while able to def defend it sort of more or less just kind of tied her own self into knots to defend certain ones, which she was not fast enough to watch the transitions taking transitions taking place from Lipsky to the point where she found her leg straight up in the air um, with it getting bent the wrong direction, which then caused her an injury to her knee, which then has kept her sidelined for about a year at this point. Carolina needs to have figured out her ground game at this point if she thinks if she's going to go into this fight with Botello because Botello can take the fight to the ground and work it from the ground the entire time. She's fine with getting on the ground, controlling tempo on the ground, landing her strikes, and taking a decision. Um, and unless Carolina has learned anything in this time off about the ground game, it's going to be an easy decision victory for uh, Botello, but I don't think Botello finishes this fight either. I know a lot of these already I am pretty much already picking by decision, but there's not a lot of them that I've seen. There's finishes they have on the record, but I don't see finishing power in a lot of these competitions for the other fighter across from them. Uh, moving on up to Mirab Devilish Vili. Uh, we're going to go with Mirab. Uh, just because it's easier, versus uh, Cody Stamen. This could be another good fight. Uh, both solid fighters. Merab is going to come in as the favorite at 1.45, Stamen 2.75. Uh, the model is going to have a 61.18% chance for Merab to win this fight. Both fighters are on a... Uh, or combined in their UFC records have 15 total fights with legitimately 13 of those fights going to decision. So it's like, you know, it's not the only thing to base if this fight's going to, if a fight's going to go to the finish or not on, but when you look at it and between two fighters, they have 20 fights and only four by decision or someone never gets knocked out, then you can easily pick that they're not going to get knocked out. But when you look at it and there is 15 fights that between the two of them, uh, one having eight, one having seven. 
and then having a combined 13 decisions, it's just kind of easy to think that the next one's going to go to decision. And once again, I think this is one's just going to go to decision. Plus two units on uh, Mayrab at 1.45. Both these fighters are willing to take it to the ground. They're, they want to play the control game. They want to get on the ground. Uh, they're going to try to work from a mount. They're going to try to work from a side guard, a half guard. Uh, get the transitions to where they actually gain control on the ground. But I think that's all this fight is going to be, is two ground fighters with no finish. However, Marib is the stronger fighter here. I do think they are both really solid. Um, just kind of looking at the uh, repertoire of wins from Mayrab uh, and looking what the model's thinking as well. I'm going to go with Mayrab on this. I'm going to take the suggestion of the model at the plus two units. But this fight is going the distance. It's going to decision Mayrab by decision. Moving on up to Christoph Jotko versus Sean Strickland. And I like this fight. I do. I like this fight. Um... Strickland coming in a heavy favorite again as a 1.40 versus Jocko's 2.95 odds. 63.07% um, chance for Strickland to win this fight. <clears throat> Once again, both these fighters are very good at going the distance in their fights, with Strickland going 7 out of 10 times to decision and Jocko going 10 out of 13 times. Just can't, just can't get away from it with a lot of fighters going to decision, but that's, that's okay. I mean... Going to a decision isn't always a bad thing, because you still get good fighting out of it, unless it's just clinching. But I think it's going to look good here, because they're two strong fighters. It's going to be a stand and bang. They're going to stand up, and they're going to strike, and they're going to strike, and they're going to strike. If they, if Jod, because Jocko is willing to take it to the ground, if he has a, a going to attempt to try to take it to the ground... I don't think it's going to work. I think he's going to take that out of his game because Sean Strickland has one of the best takedown defenses you're going to see in the UFC, right? He's stuffing past opponents like crazy. And that includes the current reigning welterweight champion of Kamaru Usman. Uh, Usman in their fight, which was oh, a while ago at this point... Um, Usman attempted eight takedowns on Strickland and only got two of them. So not the highest proficiency. Um, and then Strickland just took a uh, win against our heavy bet from last week being Brandon, Brennan Allen. Strickland uh, took him to the ground, controlled the fight for a little bit, but landed a large amount of strikes on Allen and ended it with a pretty solid KO in the second round. He's a solid fighter, and I just don't see um, Jotko's game being strong enough to work Strickland. I think Strickland's a pretty solid lock. I'm going to have to go with Strickland by decision on this one. Because I just don't see him overcoming a solid fighter like Strickland in this case scenario. Because I would have said Jocko in other circumstances. Wrestling is going to potentially propel him to a win. But Strickland's defense is just too good for it. I don't think he actually is going to be able to take him down. So, plus two units, Strickland at 1.40. Moving on up. Ion Kutalaba versus Dustin Jacoby. I think this has the potential to be another good fight. Um, 
The model's going to like Jacoby here at 65.58% chance to win over Kutalaba. Kutalaba is the Vegas favorite at 1.73 versus just Dustin Jacoby at 2.10. The reason is you, uh, Vegas is not seeing Jacoby, as, even though he's on a current three-win fight streak. It's looking at those fights thinking, eh, maybe they're not the most impressive. But I think it's going to be a close fight. Kutalaba doesn't, I mean, has a good record. He's a strong fighter. He's shown time and time again that he is good. But I plus two units down on the dog on Jacoby for this one. The model likes him too. Um, the big thing with Jacoby here is he what had a UFC contract. Well, this is part of where I was going with earlier um, when it comes to TJ Brown. Jacoby had a contract in 2012 the UFC. Lost two in a row. They completely canned his contract. He went out. He worked his game. Um, started winning some regional fights. Started uh, really heavily in the kickboxing scene. And uh, he got a shot to come back to Dana White's Contender Series. And with a win, got a new contract. He is currently on a three-win fight streak in the UFC. But if you can include outside of the UFC with his um, Contender Series win... He's on a seven-fight win streak between regional fights, boxing, and kickboxing. He looks impressive, all right? You can't just look at what he's gotten um, in the UFC now because he has grown into a more well-rounded package since that 2012 Jacoby we've seen. Kutalaba is a solid fighter, too. He has some really good fights. Um, they're really fun fights to watch. But he has a mixed career at this point. Uh, he had the one... Lost to Magomed, which uh, he more or less didn't agree with. Thinks the ref stopped it. Whatever. They gave him another go at it. it this one, next one lasted longer. Uh, still lost. So, I, Kusilab is good, but he's also on a two-loss streak. Potentially in his own head. I don't know. Um, but at dog money here, a strong Jacoby on a three-win fight streak. Once again, seven wins if you include regionals, boxing, and kickboxing. Um, both fighters could t potentially take this fight to the ground, um, but on the past, most of their tape you watch, most of anything you've seen uh, or available to see, is they just stay on their feet, especially, I mean, um, Jacoby coming off a really strong um, couple years with boxing and kickboxing, trying to get back into here. He's, his striking game is his um, priority, so keep it on their feet. I'm going to take Jacoby. Um, once again, by decision here, maybe Jacoby by knockout, but more or less, more likely you're going to see a decision in the end, whether Kutalaba or Jacoby wins. Moving up to um, the second to last event with uh, Giga Chikadze versus Cub Swanson. This, once again, is going to be a good fight. Uh, Chikadze at 1.50, Cub Swanson 2.60. Swanson is 18 and 10 in the UFC with Chikadze being 5 and 1. Uh, however, the model is going to give a Cub Swanson a 73.34% chance to win this fight. And Chikadze is on a 5 win fight streak in the UFC, but Cub Swanson is Cub Swanson. All right. They're both strong stand up fighters. Um, neither of them are looking to take this fight to the ground. They can both work. 
uh, looking at their pass tape once again, they can both work. They can both sit there. They can take the shots. There's no way Giga knocks out the iron head that is Cub Swanson in this one. I just don't see it happening. So if you are really trying to ride the, the Vegas train on that one, odds-wise, take Giga by decision maybe. But I think I think Cub still got it. Um, at this point, he's a strong person, strong fighter. Um, they just expect it to stay on the feet because neither is going to attempt a submission or has a strong submission defense. So unless they've been working it as part of their camp to bring it into this uh, because the opponent they're facing, I don't see it happening. But I'm saying Cub Swanson by KO, if you had to ask me. And moving up to the final fight. Dominic Reyes versus Jerry Prochaska. I think we're looking at a pretty solid main card. They are both strong fighters. Uh, Reyes being the slight-ish underdog in this one. Uh, Vegas has him at a 2.10 and Prochaska at a 1.75. Um, the model's going to have a 61.59% chance for uh, Prochaska to win this fight. It's going to take Prochaska. The thing you got to look at here, right, once again, Reyes 6-2 uh, and two in his UFC career, Prochaska 1-0. and zero. Okay, Prochaska had, is pretty new to the UFC. Reyes is riding a two-loss streak at this point. Now, what people are going to say is, is, well, Reyes' two fights come from a John Jones, who he arguably potentially won that fight, and then against a uh, Jan uh, Boscovitz, who, you know, is a solid fighter, okay? But he didn't get out of his head from the John Jones fight going into the Jan fight. He just His entire fight week with Jan kept talking about how he thought he beat John, Okay. So are we going to go into uh, fight week here? I haven't listened to any press conferences yet with him saying, well, he should be talking about uh, Yuri in front of him. He's talking about how he should have beat Jan and then potentially talk about how he should beat John. You know, it. he's got to he's got to get into the now and he didn't show that with the Jan fight. So not as promising there. Um in my opinion. This fight is going to stay on its feet, though. Once again, they're both stand-up fighters. Uh, it's not going to go to the ground. You're Five rounds with these two in the ring, I think you're going to see a knockout. Uh, you can pick either way you want to do it. I'm going to pick Prochaska in this fight, plus three units at 1.75, uh, and I'm going to pick Prochaska by KO. Once again, it's not enough to look at his uh, UFC career of one fight so far. You have to go look at his fight career that's outside of it. The dude is on like an 11-fight win streak right now. His last loss coming in 2015 um, by like a first-round KO and I don't know what kind of fighting league. But 11 straight wins with 9 straight knockouts. Nine straight knockouts for Prochaska. And that includes over uh, Vulcan, Ozdemir, 
in the first Usman Masvidal meeting on Fight Island, the um, CB Dolloway, Fabio Maldonado, Maldonado, um, in different. Once again, he mostly fought in uh, Risen Fighting League, but he doesn't see a lot of uh, second rounds in his career. Uh, one decision in the last like twelve fights. I think Prochesky goes out here. Reyes is a solid fighter. Once again, his two losses are to other solid fighters, but Prochesky is putting together a career. He is a dude who has just got his UFC contract. He's going to want to continue it. And I th- I think he knocks out Reyes. I'm going to say he knocks out Reyes in the first or second round. It does get iffier to me if it leaves the second round. Prochesky never having seen, obviously, a main card bout, and also having multiple fights in his career end in one or two rounds, it's going to be hard if he has to see a round, late round three, round four, round five. Reyes could come out with a decision, or even, I don't know how Gas Prochesky is going to look after four rounds, you know, a super Gas Prochesky could potentially um, be knockout bait for Reyes. But I think Francesca has the knockout power to go out there in the first round or two and put it to bed. So that is my pick for this one is uh, plus three units on Francesca at 1.75 with a knockout. So that covers the entire card. I am going to go back through um, like I always do, uh, put all of the um, picks at the end. So if people who want to skip to the end can just want to read that, that's fine. They said you don't have to listen to my breakdowns. So first fight, Felipe Colores versus Luke Saunders, plus one unit on Cool Hand Luke Saunders to win this fight uh, by decision. Next fight, KB Buller versus Andres uh, Michalatis, uh, plus one unit on Michalatis at 1.38. This fight going the decision to decision. Sam Hughes versus Loma Lukbunmi, plus two units on Lukbunmi at 1.31. Going to decision because Lukbunmi can't finish. TJ Brown versus Kai Kamaka. Uh, gonna take Brown in this one, and I'm also saying it's either going to decision or Brown by submission potentially, but more than likely decision. Uh, next up, Gabriel Benitez versus Jonathan Pierce, plus two units on Benitez at 1.45. I think it's gonna be a KO for Benitez. Uh, Rana Marcos versus Luana Pinero. Pinero um, in a finish of some way, knockout or submission, plus two units down on Pinero. Going to the main card, Poliana Botello versus Luana Carolina, plus three units on Botello at 141. Um, Botello going to wrestle fuck this entire time for a decision. Moving on up, Merab Devilishvili versus Cody Stamen. Uh, plus two units on Mayrab here in this fight going to decision as they are both ground fighters who are just going to try to work. Christoph Jocko versus Sean Strickland. I'm going to take uh, plus two units on Strickland by decision. Ion Kutalaba versus Justin Jacoby. I'm going to take plus two units on Jacoby in this fight also going to decision. Main card, Giga Chikadze, uh, sorry, moving up the main card, Giga Chikadze versus Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson, plus three units by KO, I believe. I think Cub's going to go out there, and unless he gets knocked out, if he doesn't knock out 
Giga, there's no way Giga knocks out him. Giga would win in decision. And then Dominic Reyes versus Jerry Prochiri. Yiri Prochesca, plus three units on Prochesca at 1.75. Prochesca by KO, continuing his 9 KO streak up to 10 KOs. And that's what I got for you for total fight picks. Um, I had a hard time this week uh, going with what's going to be the meal ticket, uh, trying to find those ones that are sure lock-in. So what I'm going to do for our, our main main meal here, our entree, I'm going to go with uh, Sean Strickland on the money line. I think Mayrab on the money line. And I think Luke Boonmi on the money line uh, are all pretty solid picks uh, for uh, just like the core group there. If you want to add on dessert, I would say Andres Michelides, Michelides um, as your dessert there. I think he's a pretty solid pick. I think he can work Buller all day. And uh, I obviously got to put in the main event as one of the picks. And I got to, as the uh, appetizer or dessert, however you want to put it, um, we'll say this is the dessert. Um, the... Uh, um, Micheletta's fight, we'll say, is the appetizer. Prochesca as our dessert. Um, if you want to spice it up, you know, some people like to get in there with the parlay a little bit, make it a little fun, more fun. Uh, Lubunmi by decision would be a, a good pick. Prochesca by knockout, I think, is still a pretty solid pick in there. Um, I think a Sean Strickland by decision wouldn't be bad. A Mayrab uh, by decision is also isn't bad either. So um, <clears throat> it's a lot of fights this weekend. I would pick indecision, looking at the tape, looking at past fights, looking what they've done, looking at their styles. So uh, take that into consideration. So if you want to go all five fights for a parlay, I'm going to take Prochesca. I'm going to take Strickland. I'm going to take Mayrab. I'm going to take... Look, boon me, and I'm going to take Michaelettes. So, that's all I've got this week. Once again, we took a beating last week, 24-14 record. We are going to dig ourselves out of this hole because we are still up total, but we don't ever like to see down weeks. So, uh, this is your host, Kaiser Moore, signing off. Um, we'll be back next week to cover yet another um, UFC event. And you guys have an awesome week, and always feel free to leave some feedback.